Elvis Merz-Lincolns has made it officially official. He wants out of Columbus. And speaking of trade updates, it doesn't seem like Jacob Markstrom is heading anywhere for the foreseeable future. And also, I want to talk about Dougie Hamilton and his true impact on the Devils roster. I think a lot of people should be grateful that New Jersey has him a part of the organization. So we have a lot to break down in today's episode, Locked on Devils, while the team has an off day. Buckle up, everybody. Your Locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked on Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play by play announcer, Devils Ride for Bucks and Pitchforks, and also part time credential media member Trey Matthews. As promised in the previous episode, I have some updates regarding some trade targets that the Devils might have their eyes set on. So we're first going to talk about Jacob Markstrom and the possibility of the New Jersey Devils obtaining his services from the Calgary Flames, and then in the second segment, we're going to talk about Elvis Mers Lincolns because things are starting to heat up in Columbus. The stove is getting a little hotter, and Elvis has made it crystal clear. He wants out. Like we talked about a few episodes ago saying that Elvis hinted at the fact that he possibly wanted out of Columbus, but he recently said to the media to make it officially official that he requested a trade from Columbus and he played in his previous outing with a sense of purpose. So we're going to talk about the possibility of maybe the Devils getting Elvis from their divisional rival. And then the round it all off, like I alluded to in the previous episode as well, we're going to talk about Dougie Hamilton and his absence from the Devils because I'm a little sick and tired of the Dougie Hamilton slander. And I think he deserves a little bit better because similar to what I said about Brendan Smith, you're entitled to think of what you want to think of from a personal standpoint, from an optic standpoint, but I want to provide some facts as to how Dougie was very useful for the Devils, despite not being good on the defensive side of things. So let's first talk about Jacob Markstrom and an update regarding his trade status. Now, James Nichols of New Jersey Hockey Now recently released an article and he gave his readers an update talking about Jacob Markstrom and what the situation is looking like in Calgary. So in his article, James included a quote from Elliot Freeman and Freeman was quoted to say, number one, I don't believe they've gone to him with anything as in any possibility what could happen. Number two, he has a no move clause. As Kelly Rudy always argues, no one with a no move clause should even be asked if they could be traded. From what I understand, Calgary has a very high bar here in terms of they're not going to bother Markstrom with just anything it would have to be something massive for them or somewhere they absolutely believe Markstrom would want to go before they would even consider going to him. I think that's where things are going to stand with Markstrom, the Flames, and anything right now. So basically, Friedman came out and said that the possibility of Markstrom being traded, period, unlikely because of that no movement clause. So it can't just be something out of the blue. It has to be something that really moves the needle for the Flames. And this is where things start to get a little bit interesting in terms of the trade market for the Devils. Because if I said it once, I've said it a thousand times. 
when it comes to goalies and their overall status, teams are going to hold on to them as a valuable asset because the goalie market is very spread thin. So when we look at Jacob Markstrom and his overall numbers, he has appeared in 26 games. He has a record of 13, 11, and 2. He has a save percentage of 9-12 and a goals against average of 2.59. So I don't know what everyone else's opinion is on Jacob Markstrom, but I personally think he's a very good goalie, and he still has two years remaining on his six-year, $36 million deal. So that definitely plays into the factor of the Flames because it's not like that they have to get rid of uh, Markstrom, especially if he hasn't gone out and say, said anything, saying that he wants out of Calgary or he wants to be traded to this specific team. And when looking at who's behind him, so Dan Vellatter and also Dustin Wolf, not really main go-to guys for any NHL roster because Vellatter, he has appeared in 13 games. He has a record of 6-5-2, and two, goals against average of 3.42, and a save percentage of 883. And then for Dustin Wolf, he has appeared in five games. He has a record of 1-2-1, one, and one, a goals against average of 3.46, and a save percentage of 893. So, once again, I think the Flames might be asking for a starting capable goalie in order to help out the organization if they really want to move away from Jacob Markstrom. And unfortunately for the Devils, the trade value for Vitek Vanacek, not relatively high. I don't think they're ready to part ways with Nico Dawes this early because Dawes has been a very bright spot for the Devils in terms of their murky goalie situation. And I don't think they're willing to move on from Akira Schmidt. And Isaac Poulter, I don't think the Devils are going to want to trade him either. I don't think the Flames would be interested in his services. So not many goalie options for the Devils to choose from in order to include in a trade package. Now, I'm just speculating, but I presume that the Flames would want a starter-capable goalie. But that's just my two-set opinion. But let's look at the trade market period because I see a lot of people's comments on the YouTube videos. And basically, people are saying like, the devil should just ride with what they got. They shouldn't get too greedy. They shouldn't give up a roster player. So I want to share my thoughts on the matter. Here's where I stand when it comes to the devils possibly making a big move. So for Jacob Markstrom, unfortunately, with everything that Elliot Freeman said, it does speak truth. So I don't think Markstrom to the devils is very likely. I, I'm not saying it won't happen, but I personally don't believe that's going to come into fruition, especially with the circumstances that Freeman had listed, because the ball is in the court of the Flames organization, especially with Markstrom still having a few years left on his contract, and that he is one of the uh, only good goalies on the roster for a time being. So remember those reports that came out a few weeks ago, I believe on New Year's Eve, saying that teams were asking for the services of Michael McLeod, but the Devils weren't budging. If I had to put two and two together, I would say that the Flames are one of those teams asking the Devils for Michael McLeod because Michael McLeod, he's a roster player. He's a very good player, if that, because he has improved his offensive game. He plays the 200 sheet of ice really well. He's really good in the faceoff department. He's an energizer for the Devils. So I think the Flames are one of those teams that are telling the Devils like, hey, you want Jacob Markstrom? You're going to have to give us something useful. So give us... Michael McLeod, because I think they knew what they were doing in that Tyler Toffoli deal because Yegor Sharangovich, very useful for the Flames this season. And I'm proud of the development that Yegor has taken up in Calgary. But I think the the Flames GM, they, they know that they don't want to get fleeced by Tom Fitzgerald. So it's just like the Devils have to give them something good. And I'm sure the Devils are not going to budge. 
on Michael McLeod. So when it comes to just trading, period, that's a trade that I would steer clear from because the asking price might be a little too high. Now, I'm not in agreement, or nor am I on the boat of people who are saying like the Devils should just ride with what they got and just see how the season forms. No, their season is not over. They're still on the outside looking in when it comes to a playoff position. So they very much well can still be one of the top three teams in Metropolitan Division or worse comes worse, they could still try to get a wild card spot. Both those outcomes are still very possible for New Jersey. And this is why you try to make that sort of deal. So that way you could go over the hump. Because I think the biggest thing for the Devils is that they either need another defenseman added to their roster or they need to get a goaltender. Now, preferably, I think goaltending will be a huge factor for the Devils because we've seen the last couple of games what strong goaltending can do for a depleted Devils team. So if they're fully healthy and they have a good goalie, I think the Devils can definitely rack up a lot more wins. So I, I think the Devils should make a splashy deal, but it's for, but it has to be for the right price. And that's the old saying that I'm sure a lot of people are accustomed to because I don't want the Devils to break the bank for a particular player. So if we're looking at Jacob Markstrom, Devils absolutely should not consider Michael McLeod. They shouldn't include Seamus Casey, Lenny Haminaho. Devils have a lot of good prospects. I'm sure a lot of people have their eyes set on. And when it comes to roster pieces, that number goes down just a little bit more because it's like the Devils have some serviceable pieces, but are they willing to include them in trade packages? So some players that come to mind, Tyler DeFoley, he is in the final year of his contract. He's going to need a new deal at the end of the year. Same with Dawson Mercer, Michael McLeod, Nathan Bastian, though maybe even Curtis Lazar. Those are some players that come to mind when factoring in roster pieces that the Devils can include in trade packages. And quite honestly, I'm not comfortable including any of those pieces that I just listed because they are very useful on the Devils roster. So when it comes to just trades, I am all for the Devils making a splashy move in order to help the roster, but the price has to be right. So if we're looking at Jacob Markstrom and let's just say hypothetically the Flames want Michael McLeod, I would say steer clear from that. So that's my stance, and that's where I, I, I'm at when it comes to the Devils potentially making a big deal. All for it, but for the right price. So let me know what you guys think. Should the Devils try to make a splashy move, or should they just stick to what they got? Here's your guys' thoughts, so leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. So I think Jacob Markstrom, for the most part, is out of the picture. So let's move on to someone who might very well be in the picture for Devils, and that's in their division. Elvis Merz Lincolns, because like I said at the beginning of the episode, things are starting to heat up out in Columbus. So before we continue, let me tell you guys about the Game Time app. It's actually an app that I've used before. I actually enjoy it, and I'm going to use it uh, to buy some basketball tickets soon. But here's the something you should know about uh, the Game Time app. Last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Views from all seats in the venue, lowest price guaranteed event cancellation protection, job loss protection, etc. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals, and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, hockey, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for big time savings. So download the game time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On. For $20 off your first purchase, terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
Okay, let's talk about Elvis Murs Lincolns because he has made it clear that he wants out of Columbus. Shortly after the Blue Jackets defeated the Canucks 4-3 to in a shootout, Murs Lincolns took to the media and he was quoted to say, I'm mad and I am pulling the monster out of me. Elvis also confirmed that he did, in fact, request a trade out of Columbus. Oh, man, things are getting a little spicy in the Blue Jackets organization, and maybe the Devils can swoop in for an opportunity. Now, here's some reassuring news. Frank Saravelli was recently on Daily Faceoff, and he said at one point during the episode that he thinks that Elvis could be a decent fit with the Devils, considering his age and also his cap hit. We'll talk about his contract momentarily, but based on his age, this is one thing's why maybe Merz Lincolns might be a better fit compared to Markstrom because Markstrom getting up there in age just a little bit, not the youngest, but not the oldest either. But Merz Lincolns, he's below 30, so he kind of fits in that timeline for New Jersey. Merz Lincolns is right now in year two of his five-year $27 million deal. So he has this season and three more seasons of contracts. So this would be a commitment for the Devils. And I believe getting Merz Lincolns is a more realistic option for the Devils compared to someone like John Gibson or Jacob Markstrom, because I think Elvis might come at a cheap penny, but it all comes down to what is Columbus going to ask out of him? Because compared to the Markstrom situation, Elvis has told the organization that he wants out of Columbus. So that definitely plays into the favor of New Jersey just a little bit more. Now, James Nichols posted this on the X app and he said uh, he's exactly 12.5 goals save above expected better than VTech Vancheck on a much more inferior team this season. In terms of 2023-2024, I wouldn't say it's close. So we can have our opinions on Elvis Merz Lincolns because I'm sure a lot of people might be a little thickeny on him because this season he has appeared in 24 games. He has a record of 8-8-6. Eight, eight, and six. He has a save percentage of 906, and he has a goals against average of 3.22. And it is improvement from last year because last season he appeared in 30 games. He had a record of 7, 18, and 2, and he had a save percentage of 876 and a goals against average of 4.23. But keep in mind, the Columbus Blue Jackets, not really the best team in the Metropolitan Division. So the question is, if he is traded to a different team, a much better team because I don't care what your thoughts are on the Devils, but I think we can all agree that the Devils are a much better team compared to the Blue Jackets with all due respect. So maybe his numbers could inflate a little bit more. It's a similar uh, scenario that I said for John Gibson because I said John Gibson, I feel as though he is one of the more underrated goalies in the entire league. But the problem is he plays for the Anaheim Ducks, a team and a franchise that hasn't really won anything the last few years. So it's a little hard for him to walk away with some decent numbers because people might scoreboard watch and just say that Gibson is overrated or whatever the case might be. But I'm just like, look at the team he's playing on. So I think for Merz Lincolns, if he does play for a team like the Devils, I think his stats could inflate a little bit more. But the thing is, is like I'm looking at what VTech Vanacek's numbers were prior to him being dealt to New Jersey because – if you guys recall, Vancheck during the 2021-2022 season when he was playing for the Washington Capitals, he, he appeared in 42 games. He had a record of 20-12-6, and, and he had a goals against average of 2.67, and 
and a 908 save percentage. But what might have scared the Capitals away was the fact that Vancheck didn't perform all that well during the playoffs. And I said, I don't think that's going to be a factor for the Devils because nobody was really projecting for the Devils to be a playoff team at that point. But they surprised a lot of people and Vitek Vancheck was at the forefront. But the thing about Elvis Merce Lincolns is that the trade scenario for him is more realistic for the Devils. But the problem is, I don't think he's the goalie that you necessarily rely on to possibly take you to the Stanley Cup because I'm sure the Devils are looking for that because the Devils want to take the next step in their development. I know that they're on the outside looking in when it comes to a possible playoff picture, but it does come down to better goaltending. And we saw that with Nico Dawes. But the thing is, is like, let's just say that the tandem would be Merz Lincolns and also Dawes. Is that really the goaltending tandem that's going to carry you to the promised land? I sure have my doubts, but I do think that Elvis is an upgrade over VTech. But but I, at this point, anything is an upgrade over Vanacek. So I would say keep my eye out for that one. The Devils do need something to help their season. And then maybe come the offseason, you, you have that serious discussion and just figure out, like, is Elvis the right goalie to take you to the promised land? But in terms of salvaging this season, like I said in segment one, I'm all for the Devils making a splashy move just to change things up a little bit, but it's definitely going to have to be for the right price. And I think Elvis Merz-Lincolns will come at the right price for New Jersey. And similar to what Frank Saravelli said, given uh, Elvis Merz-Lincolns age and uh, what his cap hit is, I think it would be a ideal circumstance for Devils to get his services. But if we're looking at the Devils potentially becoming a Stanley Cup contender, I don't think Elvis Merz-Lincolns or Akira Schmid or Nico Dawes for a time being, those are not exactly the goalies that are going to lead you to a championship. But uh, at this point for Devils, it's get back to the playoffs and then work your way from there because this season has been a bit of a downgrade compared to last year. So at this point, it's just try to get back into the playoffs and then work your way from there. But I'm talking about like three or four years from now. I don't think Elvis is that guy for the Devils. but for this season, I would say, okay, yeah, go for it. Do anything to basically salvage your season because goaltending is the name of the game. And I don't want to put too much pressure on Nico Dawes, especially since that he had off-season hip surgery. And I don't want him to be in an uncomfortable position at the NHL level. So we're going to talk about Dougie Hamilton to round things off. And basically, I'm going to give him his roses momentarily. But before we continue, let me tell you guys about the Sleeper app. So it's almost halfway point in the season, and Devils fans, we know the highs and lows with this team. Regardless of where we're at in the current standings, I want to remind you that you can win big daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, and especially daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. You can also participate in fantasy football, basketball, baseball, College football all on Sleeper. Go blue, by the way. So to win a 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight-player stats. You heard me, Devils fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. So all you have to do is pick whether studs like Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, Alexander Holtz, or 
Uh, Nico Dawes will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in any given time. So use the promo code locked on NHL and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. Okay, to close out today's episode, we're going to talk about Dougie Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton has been missing from the Devils lineup since late November. And given how things are going for a time being, it's a full-blown possibility that Hamilton might be sidelined the rest of the year because he suffered a left pectoral muscle tear in the game against the New York Islanders. And the Devils are possibly projecting for him to be out until the playoffs. So a lot of people have their mixed emotions on Dougie Hamilton because similar to what I've been saying throughout the course of the episode, this season has been a downgrade compared to last season because last season was so historic. And obviously this season, especially on the defensive side of things, the Devils, uh, in terms of their execution on the blue line, we sometimes see them give up a lot of odd man rush situations, breakaways, whatever the case might be. And Dougie Hamilton did play a factor in that because Dougie Hamilton is not exactly the best defensive-minded defenseman in the league, but his offense is definitely elite. So I'm sick and tired of the Dougie Hamilton slander. I will agree with you. He is not good defensively, but that doesn't mean he is an, he's a, a liability on this team. I think the devil's discourse, whether you're a fan, a credential media member, season ticket holder, a casual fan, whatever the case might be, I think everyone should be grateful that Dougie Hamilton is on this Devils roster for the foreseeable future. Yes, he's been dealing with injury, and sometimes it's uh, hard to really notice his impact because first year, he dealt with injury. Second year, he was really good. This year, we might have only seen him participate in 20 games, and that's going to be it. But nonetheless, Dougie Hamilton is very vital on this roster for one of a few reasons. So reason number one, are people forgetting that while we're on the subject of historic seasons by the Devils, Dougie Hamilton himself also had a historic season because he tied Barry Beck's franchise record for most goals by a defenseman in a single season. So Barry Beck, he played for the Colorado Rockies. Obviously, the Rockies transitioned to the New Jersey Devils, and Dougie Hamilton tied his record last season with 22 goals. So Dougie Hamilton was historic himself last season. This year, for the first few months of the year, the Devils were top of the top in the NHL in the power play category. And you want to know who was at the forefront of a lot of those power play points? It was Dougie Hamilton because prior to his injury, Dougie Hamilton had four assists and four goals on the man advantage, which accumulated to half of his season point totals. So uh, before he got injured, he had 16 points and half of them came on the power play. Should it be a surprise to anyone that when Dougie Hamilton went down with an injury, the Devils became a little more inconsistent with their power play execution? And there's a reason for that, and we'll talk about that momentarily. But the third thing I want to highlight is his offensive capabilities. Because Dougie Hamilton, I would say, has one of the best slap shots in the entire league. So how does his offensive capabilities and his power play capabilities tie into one another? It goes to that slap shot because... Dougie Hamilton, there was a reason why he was a huge callus on the second power play unit for New Jersey because he would let a shot rip and it would go out in front and that creates a golden opportunity for the Devils to score. Because look at some of the players that are quarterbacking the Devils power play the last few weeks. So 
Luke Hughes and Shimon Nemetz, two very good players. They are good playmaking defensemen, but they cannot shoot. And there's reason for that. They're still young and they're developing, but Nemetz and Hughes have a lot of work to do in terms of creating shots for themselves. But Dougie Hamilton, he was the best of the best. And sometimes when the Devils would go on the five-on-three advantage, you saw Dougie Hamilton swap out with Luke Hughes on the top power play unit because Dougie Hamilton's shot is so wickedly strong and fast that it would create good opportunities out in front for someone like Jack Hughes or Nico Heesh or Jesper Bratt to corral the rebound and score. I saw that play work out a few times, and that's one of the reasons why the Devils had one of the top power plays in the entire league. So I get that his defense is not all that good, but the reason why I'm doing this segment is because I was in a private DM with someone, and I won't name the, the DM group chat. I won't name the individual, and I won't name their association. I will give them their full privacy. But they said that once everyone, minus Dougie, comes back fully healthy, the Devils will be much better. And I said, I will tolerate no Dougie Hamilton slander. Yes, he is not good defensively. But keep in mind, there's a lot of players that are not really good defensively for the Devils. So Luke Hughes, he's not really wowing me with his defensive capabilities. Um, Jonas Siegenthaler, he's taken a couple steps back, and yet people were a little disappointed when he went down with his injury. So before Dougie Hamilton went out officially with his injury, the Devils had a record of 10-9-1. Okay, so a lot of people were saying, like, when Dougie Hamilton goes down with an injury and he's sidelined for uh, this amount of time, the Devils should improve, right? Well, I know there's a lot of other factors and circumstances, but after which... Currently, the Devils have a record of 22, 16, and 3. And like I said, there's other factors and circumstances, but I think this goes back to what I've been saying about Dougie Hamilton, which is, where's the improvement? I thought you said the Devils' defense would improve a lot more if Dougie Hamilton is not on the rink. That hasn't happened. Devils' defense is not exactly elite or anything. So you can have your own opinion on Dougie Hamilton from an optics standpoint. And like I said, I fully admit he's not good defensively, but make no mistake, he is a damn good player. And I think Devils fans should be very grateful that he's on the roster because of all the defensemen currently at the NHL level on the Devils roster, he has the best chance of winning the Norris Trophy. Make no mistake of it. His problem, he just can't stay healthy. So that's why I wanted to, to do this segment because I've been holding it in for a long period of time. I apologize if this comes off as ranting or however you want to feel, but I think Dougie Hamilton is still a very good player on the roster, and Devils fans should be grateful that we have Dougie Hamilton and his services. So just my two-cent opinion. So think about the offensive capabilities. Think about uh, the lack of offense the Devils have had at some points during the game after his injury. Think about the power play. Numbers have gone down a little bit for the Devils while on the man advantage. And think of last season, historic season for Dougie Hamilton. So that's how I'm going to close out today's episode. Let me know what you guys think. What do you think about Jacob Markstrom and the trade update regarding his situation? Elvis Merz-Lincolns and his comments saying that he wants out of Columbus. And also, give me hell, whatever, however you want to phrase it, whatever the case might be. I just ask me that you be respectful. Do you like Dougie Hamilton or not? I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts, so leave a comment down below. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on podcast streaming service, hit me up on my personal X page app at TreyMat4 or the show's X page app at Locked On Devils. As for this episode, that's all time I have for you, so continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.